This is A Radical Thought, and I'm Rick Lancaster. Let's take a look at a verse or two from the Bible and see what God might want to say to us today. The radical word for the day comes out of Genesis 19.1, and it reads, That evening the two angels came to the entrance of the city of Sodom, and Lot was sitting there as they arrived. When he saw them, he stood up to meet them. Then he welcomed them and bowed low to the ground. In the previous chapter of Genesis, we see a fascinating conversation between the Lord and Abraham concerning the Lord's plan to destroy Sodom. Abraham is concerned about his nephew, Lot, who is currently living in Sodom. And the Lord agrees to spare Sodom if they find as few as 10 righteous men in the city. Sadly, when they get to Sodom, there is only one righteous man in Sodom, Abraham's nephew, Lot. What struck me about this account is where Lot is sitting when the two angels show up. Lot is sitting at the entrance of the city. Typically, this is where the elders of the city would sit. It was a place of honor and meant that you represented the city. God is about to utterly destroy the city of Sodom, and Lot is sitting at the entrance of the city as one of its leaders. Godly men should aspire to positions of influence within the community they live. The key is influence. Lot appeared to be in a position of influence in this city. And as you continue to read the account, the chapter, you realize that he had virtually no influence upon the people of Sodom, including within his own family. Only his wife and two daughters were saved out of that city, and his wife didn't make it all the way out. The story of Lot's life is one of compromise. His fall began with a glance toward the promise of ease and comfort in the abundant land around Sodom. That single glance was the beginning of a slow fall toward emptiness and loss. Lot approached Sodom as a rich man. He will flee the destruction of Sodom with only the clothes on his back. When Lot looked upon Sodom, he saw rich, fertile plains. Today, it is a wasteland. So it is with all compromise. One small compromise leads to another compromise that is slightly greater. And that one leads to another and another and another until you find yourself fleeing for your life, asking yourself, how did this happen? It is possible that Lot could have lived near Sodom and not been sucked into the wickedness of the city. But he yielded to the temptation and it consumed his whole life. At any point along the path of temptation, we can choose to say, no, Lot didn't do that. Compromise will always lead eventually to loss. We might appear to be making progress, but we are actually moving closer to destruction than we are to success. God's way is always a little harder and sometimes a lot harder, but his success rate is 100%. If you want to have the best life possible, you must do things God's way. That will, that will always mean saying no to something that seems good on the outside, but it is not what God wants for us. It takes great courage to resist the temptation to compromise. Lot's life is a sad example of how a man of God can blow it. 
The consequences of Lot's compromise are still being felt today. Let's pray. Jesus, help us to resist the temptation to compromise. God bless you. Have a radical day with Jesus. Thank you for listening to A Radical Thought. The Bible, or Word of God, has the power to transform lives. It's my hope that these brief messages help you to pause and reflect upon what God might want to say to you or to someone in your life. If you enjoyed this message or found it useful, let us know and consider sharing it with someone who might appreciate it. You can subscribe to this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Look for A Radical Thought or Rick Lancaster and find other podcasts that I put out. In the show notes, you'll find aradicalthought.com where you can find other resources to help you glorify God, bless others, and grow faith. Until next time, be radical with Jesus.